to Bizarre Conspiracies. My name is Eric Patino, and today I've got... Conrad Tolt. How are y'all? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tell us how you're doing uh, wherever you are listening to us. And availability of toilet paper in your location. <laughs> yes. Well, from uh, <laughs> from what I've noticed myself where I'm at, uh, the need for food and toilet paper has gone down. The stores yeah. aren't as packed. And from the numbers that I'm seeing about coronavirus, cases have gone down as well. So that's pretty good. Yeah, I think it's not that the cases have gone down. I think it's the number of new cases have gone down. Yes. I should really pay attention more to those briefings, but Trump is just like a magnet <laughs> for entertainment. <laughs> it's definitely a lot of fun. <clears throat> so what are we talking about today? Today we have a special episode, and the topic was brought on by one of our listeners. I think her name is Lori, and she requested that we looked into a topic for her. It's about uh, naturopathic or holistic doctors that are being uh, found dead. Uh, a few of them in Florida, but from the research that I've done, it's actually expanded quite uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, more than just you know the Florida area. It's actually all over the U.S. and even in a few other countries. So um, if I if I believe believe correctly it started uh, the research um, I suppose the lady who first uh, was trying to publicize this trend uh, in the, the missing doctors was Erin um, Elizabeth I believe yes and, that's what I found out and she noticed it first in Florida but then as she dug into it more she found it all over the country so now, <clears throat> I believe we should probably well I'll just go ahead and um, for those who don't know, a holistic doctor is somebody who does uh, medical practices that are not what people would consider standard. <laughs> they they uh, they pr uh, promote uh, natural uh, healing through things like um, herbs or uh, a lot of them like uh, medical marijuana. And uh, they they do things that are uh, the holistic means that they try to take a approach to all of the things instead of trying to cure uh, uh, or treat the disease itself. They try to look at someone's entire circumstance and try to uh, cure the disease through uh, dieting as well as exercising as well as natural properties. Yeah, so they they try to they hit it with like a, a wall of little bitty natural things to try and uh, cure something as opposed to you know using medications and that sort of thing. Uh, yeah, so, so. <laughs> holistic doctors they do have a, a traditional medical degree, but like you were saying, instead of practicing pharmaceuticals, they practice more uh, natural things like supplements, maybe. Um, so it, it's uh, not abnormal, I would say nowadays there's definitely a lot more holistic doctors out there than there was maybe 20 years ago right and as with most things you can find a variety of ranges of holistic doctors you can go and find some that are um on the very radical side and get and, and do treatments um that are i would consider a little woo-woo <laughs> <laughs> uh, and they'll use things like um spirit stones and uh, scented candles and that sort of thing <laughs> to try and do healing. And then you can find people on the, the other end who they um, do things, you know, very closer into the realm of medicine. But instead of using drugs, they'll use things that are uh, more natural, like um, 
I don't know, oil, uh, fish oils and Oh, uh, like gingers. essential oils? Yeah. No, 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 not essential oils. Fish oil, salmon oil. <laughs> so like supplements? Yeah, supplements. So the, that, that's uh, much the, closer to the drugs uh, in like Big Pharma. Than, they're coming for Conrad. Hide. <laughs> It's it's just fire engines and they're passing uh, okay. by. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, the thing I found pretty weird that I didn't know existed was holistic. I can't even say the word holistic uh, dentist. I wonder how that worked. <laughs> yeah, I, I me too. I mean, do they do like um, most more, of it is practical? Do you? Right? Do you <laughs> I mean, other than the medication they prescribe for pain, uh, if they like, you know, did a lot of work on your teeth, maybe pulled yeah. a couple out. It's other all that, physical, not chemical treatment. Maybe, maybe what they do instead is they they have special toothpaste and special cleaners like they don't use things like fluoride to clean your teeth oh yeah maybe maybe um but i wonder what they use for uh to numb, numb your mouth yeah to numb your your mouth LSD. <laughs> i don't think that would work would it here take some whiskey <laughs> oh. <laughs> thanks doctor i mean that's that's going back a little bit oh. Well, um oh oh maybe they use the uh leather wrapped mallet i don't know it's a little more natural here this just hit, hit the off switch okay get me the pliers Boink. there we go <laughs> what we're gonna do is we're gonna wrap your tooth around this string that's gonna be hooked up to the bumper of the back of my truck oh i thought you were gonna say to the door knob <laughs> or to the door knob, whatever whatever has more impact <laughs> i have my entire medical team holding you back Oh, yeah. That'd be crazy. So, um, well, I suppose we probably don't know what a holistic uh, orthodontist is, but I, I hopefully our listeners kind of have a, an idea of what a holistic doctor or a holistic practitioner would be. <laughs> yeah, I was making fun of a little bit of the uh, the dentist. I really just I'm curious to know what a holistic dentist would do. Uh, but getting back to uh, the topic here, so I would say around 2015 is the earliest I found out that this started happening. Uh, did you find anything earlier than 2015? No, no. 2015 is about the earliest. So around 2015 is when some vague uh, news articles started coming out about doctors being killed. Uh, <clears throat> I think there were, I think, three in the span of a month in Florida. And like you were saying, this caught the eye of a, an activist, a blogger, Erin uh, uh, Elizabeth. And she's married to a holistic doctor. So She is married to a holistic doctor. I believe she knew, actually, a few of the because in the, the community, the close community that she was in, she was actually knew the people, some of the people that were that died. Right. So she has a website called Health Nut News where she initially started posting about these uh, holistic doctors. And she had a YouTube channel by the she same does, name. She does have a YouTube channel. Did you see the video where her phone was being hacked? I did. That was insane. Um, <laughs> but apparently it's explainable. Uh <laughs> I don't know how. Well, I had a I had a similar issue with one of my phones. Yeah, the it was the the sensitivity was too high on the screen and it was detecting dirt. Well, I I also believe she had problems with her computer around the same time. Oh, was, <laughs> I didn't know a, that. There was a separate video. I believe it was like a month apart from each other. But uh, it started out with three doctors, as far as I know, and then it gradually turned to like ten, fifteen, twenty. And I think the number right now is up to 100. I could be wrong, but I read somewhere that it was up to 100. Um, so 
So right off the bat, I would say from doing the research, not every single doctor listed on her website who was killed is a holistic doctor. Right. I want to say like five or six of them were just normal doctors. Yeah. Well, in one of the interviews that I listened to actually from her, uh, she was discussing uh, why it is that she has some doctors on there that aren't holistic doctors. And that plays into her uh, larger theory for why she thinks it. And she believes that these doctors, uh, even though they weren't holistic doctors, still got on the same bad list of the people who were after the holistic doctors. What was the reason? Uh, So, well, the general theory behind her her theory is that the doctors who are being killed are um, uh, were uh, researching uh, GM. AF, <laughs> yeah, G- uh, GCMAF, which is a vitamin that's found in the body, not a vitamin, a protein, sorry. Is that and, the uh, the blood one? Yeah. That, okay, yeah. That helps uh, stimulate the white blood cells. I think they pronounce it GMOF. Uh, yeah. From interviews of... of uh, so, the, the, uh, so the thing was not that these doctors were all holistic, it's that these all these doctors were... Um, researching GMOF. Yeah, and it's, uh, I would say, important to note that um, along with uh, GMOF, there had been already a previous list that she she noted in a lot of her uh, blog posts that the cure for AIDS, cure for cancer and all this by other doctors were also found dead. And she likes to think of it as uh, like an extermination from uh, Big Pharma. I think that's her angle. Yeah, so her... her, her th- uh, theory is that um, these people were coming up with cures for all these diseases, which big pharma sells drugs to cure, uh, cure the symptoms, but not to cure the problem. So people continually have to be purchasing the product in order to uh, fight the symptoms. Like with AIDS, you have to constantly treat it with some sort of um, ongoing treatment forever. Um, so if you found a cure for it, then it would be a one-time cure, and then you would not be able to sell anything more to those people. So what they're doing is they're fighting an overall cure. They just want to continually have people dependent upon their product because if they cure people, they would lose clients. They would lose capital. <laughs> so, so yeah, it's generally um, n- not a very – it's not actually a, all that new of a, a theory. There's all – most theories concerning big pharma – always have the thing of, well, the, they're corrupt uh, medical practitioners, corrupt doctors who they don't want to cure people because if they cured people, then they would lose their clients. So instead of curing people, they would rather um, perpetuate someone's sickness. There's no actual benefit for a doctor of curing you is the generally <laughs> is generally the crux behind all the big pharma theories. So let's uh, speculate a little bit about her videos that she's posted about the uh, the doctors. Do you find her claims to be legitimate? Uh, well, I know that these people who died actually did die and did exist. So the stories of the people that well, I meant in true, connecting to her giant theory. Uh, oh, <laughs> See, it, it, it that is really the the issue is. A lot of these people I don't believe are um, connected. Uh, one of the um, more uh, covered stories of the holistic doctors that died um, – that's another thing is 
a lot of people don't want to cover this because it's considered conspiracy. So the ones that do get covered are the ones that are clearly have no controversy around them. So the ones that I was able to find the most information on was this one doctor who it, it was a female doctor and her husband murdered her because of an affair or perhaps you wanted to collect on her life insurance and her husband has been sentenced to death, uh, has received a death penalty for murder and he, he had a collaboration and then there was there's a lot of uh, personal testimony from the other murderers who uh, pleaded guilty and there was a lot more evidence beside that so it shows that that one clearly does not seem connected to anything else because the murderers had external motives to murder and it's obvious so some of them the ones that are more more published are clearly not connected in my opinion but the ones that are less published because there is more controversy around them um those ones tend to be maybe more connected like the one that's probably that the one that she talks about the most is the doctor who was shot in the middle of the river uh, right right yeah that one seems a little weird so that one on its own i could say yeah okay that one connects to her theory but uh, i don't know there's there's I'd have to investigate each and every one. And then the more that I tried to investigate them, the more dead ends I found, you know, there was a, uh, there was a case about one doctor who, uh, had a really bad car crash incident and he lived from it, but then apparently shot himself in the chest. Did you read that one? Nope. That one does sound quite, um, <laughs> it sounds like a cover up. It, See, well, I don't want to say I, I cover up per se, but it, it sounds strange because here's the thing. It does sound strange. Why are you going to, after an incident, a car crash, survive it after an, uh, allegedly having these thoughts of suicide, go home to your family, and then the next day shoot yourself in the chest? Yeah, well, if the first attempt and, was and a suicide really, attempt. Well, yeah, but if you really wanted to commit suicide, wouldn't shooting yourself in the face be more effective than shooting yourself in the chest? Yeah. I mean, there's probably a lot of things that could go into it. So playing the devil's advocate here, I could see why he wouldn't want to die at home if he had a family. Um, uh, but then you could always just drive out into a field or something. Um there's a, another thing of maybe it would be they considered it would be easier on their family to think that it was an accident and it wasn't intentional, you know? Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Be, is it harder for someone to get over someone's death if it was an accident or if it was suicide? Because if it was suicide, then you might think that there was some way you could prevent it. If they just died in a car wreck, well, hey, that's really nobody's fault except, you know, maybe the other driver or the driver of the vehicle in the first place, right? It's not a big complicated thing like suicide is. So... I mean, there's there's some explanations for why there might be that way. But then there's another thing. Most people who are suicidal and they survive a, a suicide attempt, uh, that is generally the turning point for which most people will then recover from being depressed and suicidal. So I don't know a whole lot about recovery from uh, suicide um, uh, and all of that, but the limited knowledge that I have – I don't know if follow-up suicides are all that common, especially in such back-to-back conditions. I, I, but I don't know that. That might actually be common. I wouldn't know. 
But it, it's a very strange case, nonetheless. <laughs> uh, when you originally said that story, I, I thought well, maybe there was like a car wreck. He survived the car wreck, and then he shot himself while sitting in the car, waiting for no, 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 no. responders to come up. And I was like, well, that sounds a little more fishy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it. but I don't know. I just, I can't buy it that he committed suicide after that. I don't know. It's weird. Sometimes, uh, though, when you read about things, you, I, I kind of wonder sometimes reading suicide things did the person try to make their suicide look like a murder i know that that'd be like a weird thing for somebody who's committing suicide to do is like i gotta commit suicide but not only am i gonna do that i'm gonna try to make it look like somebody else did it so there's the police investigation and i waste tons of people's time but uh, I, I suppose there might be a few cases like no that no I'm, I'm not suggesting that it's just a weird thing it just popped into my head that i just said sorry about that <laughs> Well, another thing that I would say it's an interesting aspect to this whole topic is that there was a rapper who was also an activist called Nipsey Hussle. Have you, did you find out about this? I, no, I saw Nipsey Hussle and I thought that was a medical term and I never went into it because I thought, oh, that's probably over <laughs> my head. So you're saying that all that, because like I, I now that you said it, I, I'm like, yeah, that appeared like in all the things, not appeared, but like I would see that like links. In connection, in yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, that explains why there were so many videos in my recommended about that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so he was a uh, hip-hop artist and a community uh, advocate, but he was found dead because he was making a documentary about a uh, holistic healer named Dr. Sebi, and this was pretty recent. This was in March 31st, 2019, so almost a year later, right? Or a year uh, before. Uh, before he had, uh, before he was murdered, the 33-year-old artist announced that he was working on a, do- a documentary film about an alternative health guru whose uh, real name is Alfredo Bowman, if I'm saying that right, but he, he goes by the name Dr. Sabi, who he himself died in 2016. Uh, so apparently there was uh, an investigation going on about some uh, money laundering uh, with Dr. Sebi. I didn't really get into that, but it was reported in 2017. This conspiracy theory was largely uh, the brainchild of Elizabeth, uh, yeah, Aaron Elizabeth, who runs the holistic blog uh, Health Nut News website. Uh, she began to catalog the holistic doctor's deaths in 2015 and kept a uh, running tab on them, so she would, you know, constantly update her list about all these doctors. And in the wake of uh, Nipsey Hussle, she updated her post again with a statement, I know many of you here, or many of you are here because of Nipsey Hussle, and may he rest in peace. He was gunned down in broad daylight in Los Angeles at the age of 33. He was making a documentary, which he talked a lot about Dr. Sebi, who is on our list. He also talked about other holistic doctors in a uh, in the death series publicly months ago i signed a contract with him in los angeles to do the documentary uh, about the doctors and the feature with dr sevi i vow that no matter what this documentary will be made regardless so it was a, cab- a collaboration between aaron Elizabeth and this hip hop artist and uh, activist as well, uh, Nipsey Hussle. They were going to make this doc- documentary, but a month prior, 
he was killed about a doctor who was already on Aaron Elizabeth's list. Now, did they catch the shooter? Uh, I'll have to look that up, but from the uh, the documentary that I saw on YouTube about him and the two articles that I read, it didn't mention anything about uh, the person that shot him or, or, oh, the or anything. Like yeah. That. Okay. So, uh, there could have been an investigation. I don't know. It, well, the, well, if there wasn't an investigation, that's newsworthy of its own. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Well, if there was, you know, a long investigation about, you know, who did this or did they just pin it on, oh, you know what, it must have been uh, another hip-hop artist rival or something, you know, kind of like the Biggie and Tupac thing. So, uh, I'll have to look into that more. Maybe I'll do a, a, an update for YouTube later if I find out more information. But, you know, the you can only say things are a coincidence too many times. And the fact that he was in co- collaboration with Aaron Elizabeth about making a documentary about a holistic healer who was already on her list as one of the holistic doctors that was murdered. I think it's a little odd for this uh, documentary filmmaker to die a month before this gets completed. Huh. Now, did the, did the, what's the status of the documentary now? Is it, was it abandoned or has it been released in part or was it completed or do you know anything about the status of the, the current status of the uh, documentary? So I went to Aaron Elizabeth's uh, health nut news to try and find out what information that I can about it. And all she said was, is that she's trying to finish the documentary. Uh, she had to go initially through some legal, uh, excuse me, I had to burp. Anyways, <laughs> she had to go through some uh, legal means to, to actually get the documentary under her name. Cause originally she was just going to be part of it as in like, she was going to um, be interviewed, etc. But now that she's going to spearhead the documentary and release it on her own, she had to get the rights to it and all the work that uh, Nipsey Hussle did before his before his death. Uh, it hasn't been released yet. Okay. But they're still planning to release it. So maybe someday. Uh, <laughs> maybe someday. Um, another thing I found weird was Aaron Elizabeth, uh, like we were talking about earlier, had been posting videos about her phone being hacked about her computer being hacked um it looked from my perspective it looked really legit but also and i know you've seen the video as well half of the screen on the bottom where you uh press the the buttons the, dig- the digital buttons that was off screen a little bit. So I don't know how authentic that hacking was. Also, it was a, as random as it was, there was a lot of the, the same numbers and letters being hit. <clears throat> Which would indicate to me that someone was just repeatedly pressing down the same button. Yeah, I think it was um, G, F, and V were pressed the most, which if you look at a keyboard, they all touch. What did you think about her her videos? Well, about I've, her hacking? Uh, well, I thought it was interesting, but to me, the I don't see any reason why anyone would want to hack her uh, computer because or her phone. I mean, what was what would be the the point? The, what's the end goal? If you even if you hacked someone's phone that you're trying to discredit, I mean, what were they trying to get? Well, what, what if it was just a scare tech? Uh, something to so, show her, like, hey, maybe you should back off. Yeah, 
don't know. Do you, so do you here's think the there thing are better, about, better ways to do that? Well, I mean, they've, if, if her theory is correct, they've already killed like 66 people. So, uh, well, I don't know if that was a direct message for her. Oh, <laughs> hmm. I don't know. Uh, I, I, I don't particularly think her phone was being hacked. As far as I know from hacking and all of that is that didn't that didn't look like a hack uh, because they were like trying to call numbers that aren't real. I, um, if you <laughs> and it, who hacks a phone to make phone calls? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Especially if you're typing in the numbers. Like if you hack someone's phone to get their directory. Uh, okay. If you hack someone's phone just so you can type on the keypad and punch in the numbers individually and call someone, that's uh, I don't know. That's a, a special a special kind of uh, hacking uh, that that takes a uh, i don't know that's, that's like <laughs> i broke into someone's house to steal their tap water you know well that'd be pretty useless <clears throat> hmm. all right well let's go ahead and take a quick break and when we all come right. back we'll uh, do our final thoughts on uh this topic and yeah. then i think uh and, and i have a little bit to talk about um what, what's the what's the cure they were supposedly working on with it gmf 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 yeah i have a little bit about GMOS. All right, don't go anywhere. All right. And welcome back to Bizarre Conspiracy. This is the second half of our discussion on the holistic doctor's disappearance. In our previous segment, we had talked about uh, the doctors who had gone missing, uh, a little bit about the circumstances, and uh, the the champion of their cause, uh, Arena Elizabeth. So I wanted to now turn our attention a little bit towards the, uh, I guess, the the heart and soul of the theory, which is uh, GMEF. Now I'm going to be reading this from the... um, Healthline website. Uh, this is the official uh, description of what uh, G- GMF uh, treatment is. Uh, it's a GMF is a uh, vitamin found naturally in the body. It activates the cells responsible f- uh, responsible for tissue repair and initiating the immune system's response to infection and inflammation. And it also may have the potential to kill cancer cells. All right. Um, the immune system's job is to protect the body from germs and infections, obviously. If the if cancer uh, forms in the body, these uh, functions are blocked. So uh, cancer produces a protein called naglasis, which when it releases, prevents the immune system from uh, functioning properly. So the immune system does not attack the cancerous cell as it's supposed to, allowing the cancerous cell to replicate itself and continue to take over the body. Um, so, the G- GMF is a uh, role in immune system uh, has, uh, because of its role, uh, a theory has been put forward that if you externally uh, inject GMF into the body, it will help the immune system fight cancer. Now, uh, Healthline goes on to say that this treatment is not approved for medical use and it's highly experimental and uh, no uh, study uh, results have been posted. Previous research is uh, questioned. Uh, Questionable um, research groups have put uh, sell the stuff as supplements and there is lots of uh, controversy, blah, 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 blah. All right, so that's generally the whole thing. Uh, that's the official story of GMF. So how does this relate to the the overall theory is that these doctors were trying to – had either created 
a GMF therapy for all sorts of uh, diseases and helping the immune system to work properly. So you can see how GMF would be cons- uh, could be used as a treatment, especially for something like AIDS, which is uh, auto- autoimmune uh, deficiency. Or so- uh, what? Okay, what does AIDS stand for? Autoimmune uh, something, uh, not deficiency, but um, it, it's autoimmune something uh, syndrome. Anyway. Obviously, if uh, this AMF stuff, GMF, sorry, GMF stuff was to fix the immune system, it would be um, the thing that would cure AIDS. That's obviously, you know, if there's if AIDS is the lack of the immune system working properly, then if there was something that made the immune system work properly, that would be the cure. So. Mm. And uh, is this? Uh, I didn't look into it, but is the GMF? Is it? Uh, is it something that you can buy now, or is it something that there's that uh, doctors are still working on? Uh, they're still working on it. Um, but it, the <laughs> so the 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 theory goes that these doctors who were being um, murdered would be. Uh, have were really close to a breakthrough or had discovered a breakthrough. It depends on which theory it is. I believe the earlier theories is they had created a treatment and the treatment was working, but then they later retracted that back to the point of, oh, well, they were almost close to it even then, and they have no actual cured patients, but they were like right on the breakthrough. So as far as I know, I don't believe the, the holistic doctor community is actually selling GMF treatments. <laughs> so one thing I didn't really come across too much in, in you know any of the uh, videos or articles that I read about it. Who's actually doing the killing of the doctors? Uh, it would be because I know I know uh, I think there was maybe like twenty percent that there were uh, suicides. I think two cases were a homicide. <clears throat> Is it obviously there's no proof that it was a. a a company because then they would we would have found a charge for it and then this would have been a lot bigger. Well, but is it like random hitman? No. Are are they, are they claiming say, it that it's like oh it was somebody from his life, some kind of rival or something? Maybe like uh, there were personal issues involved and his death was a result of it. Excellent question. So, <laughs> I it's not random uh, because from the the theories that have. Um, we move forward. Not the, not the theories, but the, the stories of how like the murders work is a lot of them have been heart attacks, and they believe that it is medicines that create heart attacks or poisons. And I forget which one it was. There was like a um, uh, a outside of the country um, one uh, in like Germany or something where there was doctors who were being poisoned by a very difficult to get um, thing which people believe that it must have been an internal uh, murder, that it came from inside the hospital, one of the other uh, co-workers. So, (laughs) my crazy theory is it's tied to the CIA's, um, what do you call it? Uh, MKUltra program. So, do you remember the MKUltra program, how there was like people who committed suicide? The suicides that have been ruled suicides were inspired by this um, CIA um, uh, MKUltra program. <laughs> so what the, the CIA has is in their um, MKUltra uh, mind control thing, they found a way to get people 
awesome selves because the story so you, about so the guy in the river part of part of the mk ultra program no, no no i believe it's what was discovered in the mk ultra program the weapon that was invented so like the guy who um com- committed suicide in the river um by a gunshot chest to the gunshot wound to the chest there we go uh, according to aaron elizabeth he had uh tried to check into a hospital not hospital a <laughs> hotel and they told him that the room was not ready yet and so he went out to go buy groceries and he bought um a few different things including a bottle of wine with him and his wife all the people that met him on this um excursion to the uh supermarket all said that he was in good moods and did not seem at all about to commit suicide and then on the drive between uh, the um between the supermarket back to the hotel he stopped at a park where he uh, then committed suicide within like a few minutes of being there so hmm. if it, <laughs> so if it's the uh, cia um story they must have laced uh while um some sort of a poison uh, lsd thing because like uh, the LSD poison suicide drug or whatever that they would have invented. Um, LSD doesn't require much of it in order to get you um, to have effects, right? It's like a very small amount. It's a very powerful thing. So they like they put it on like the steering wheel or something. And then it had like a, a quick reaction as soon as uh, – I don't know. That's my crazy oddball theory that I came up with because – that's my role here. <laughs> I don't think I got a theory for this one. Yeah, overall, I guess I'm, I probably don't have a, a real theory either. To me, I don't think there's enough concrete evidence, but it did get my imagination rolling. <laughs> yeah, with something like this, especially for as recent as, you know, last year, I want to say, you know, we're not we're far from done with this topic. But there is another thing. Um, I did discover that doctors... Um, and a lot of other professions like that have a higher suicide rate than most professions. The professions that have the most suicide, like the top 10 professions in the U.S. Uh, I have no doubt. I have no doubt. Like there's – it's the high-end jobs. It's like uh, doctors, lawyers. Um, bankers. Yeah, that sort of stuff. You remember a couple of years ago when uh, bankers were throwing themselves off the, uh, the roof of their building? Yes. I kind of want to dive into that topic because I never actually found out why they were doing it or what the official conclusion was for it but i think and for you know all the listeners listening right now i think something that would pair up really nicely with this topic to go into another topic that we can do immediately after this is big pharma (laughs) because we've talked about big business before not necessarily big pharma although i think we did talk about pharma or pharmaceutical companies for a bit um oh here comes the sirens again (laughs) Oh, there's two of them. Uh, I think this time they are coming for Conrad. Okay. (laughs) I think uh, what uh, Aaron Elizabeth was going for this is that obviously if something like this were to break out, uh, a cure, not some kind of pharmaceutical drug that you have to constantly be, you know, getting, would be bad for business. And I think that that was her angle with uh, making a list of all these dead holistic doctors. I'm not sure I buy the theory that she's making, especially... Especially for it going on already for five years. 
Hmm. Yeah. And if and if they're honestly if they are honestly killing uh holistic doctors and reporters that are tied into this to this industry to this niche market, I would say that if that were completely true, I I'd say that I think most of the holistic doctors would have already quit. There were there would have been a higher number of deaths. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't quite buy the theory that all these doctors are are dying specifically for this this reason. I don't know. It, like I said, it's something that it's, mm-hmm. it's not done yet. And I think I don't know. Maybe when this documentary comes out that she uh, is going to finish for this uh, hip hop artist. I think when that comes out, and if there are any more new cases to her theory, I think we can definitely come back to it and give like a, a final conclusion. But I just right now, I just I don't see it. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Try, I'm trying to think of another reason that could explain all of this. <sighs> No. <laughs> uh, maybe. Uh, no, 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 not that one. Uh, okay, so this is, this is a lot like the theory that I saw. Uh, I, I, one of the things is I, I, I find about holistic doctors is there is quite a bit of, I suppose, the – the thing where they they you've got to be wor- uh, concerned not concerned you've got to be careful about those who are peddling something like a um, a a medical breakthrough or something like that and they have no proof of it and they keep saying that the reason that they have no proof is because it keeps getting destroyed by the government or something like that uh, I wonder if <laughs> uh, part of this. Uh, no, no. <laughs> I, I, I was just thinking, well, maybe there's a third party involved and that there's somebody who's profiting off of trying to create a theory. So it's, <laughs> no, because I don't think there's anyone who would gain anything from people believing that holistic doctors are being targeted. Would there? I don't think so. I can't see a way you would profit. Yeah, see, <laughs> that, that's the biggest issue with that theory. I don't know. To me, it doesn't seem like the de- the suicide or the death rates are abnormally higher than would be expected among doctors and that sort of thing. Because right. if you're looking at uh, over like a five year period of time and you look at how many holistic doctors there are in the U.S., you know, obviously a certain number of them are going to statistically die every year anyway. So right, right. Yeah, I think the death rate's pretty normal. So you got to look at them all individually. I don't know. There's a few of the stories that sound weird, (laughs) but at the end, I don't really buy the story that they actually have a breakthrough. So if 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 the um, the G GMF was a little more viable, in my opinion, if there was, I believe that there could actually be a cure for cancer and all of that floating around, then I could buy into it easier. But the thing is, I don't actually believe in GMF. So if GMF doesn't work, then the whole theory falls apart at that point. That's my biggest issue with it. Not that the the amount of death is not outstanding in itself. A few of the individual stories are compelling in and of themselves, but the overall the overall story, the overall cause for it, just the theory, yeah, yeah, it just doesn't. It's not compelling enough for me. I just need they. <laughs> I would I would need this uh, Aaron Elizabeth lady to talk a little bit more about how how GMF works and you know few a few documented cases and all because you know wouldn't it be weird if in like 20 years there's this amazing cure for all the cancer <laughs> floating around gmf and i'm i'll be feeling like a fool then but <laughs> well you know maybe i'll send her an email yeah to me that's the biggest hole in the theory 
Right. I'm not saying it's impossible to pull off something like, you know, killing these holistic doctors for a cure-all uh, uh, I mean, it is product, but I'm, yeah, but if that were true, I, I would think that it would only be maybe two or three uh, fairly unknown doctors to the public who makes these breakthroughs would be the ones that we hear nothing about that uh, are actually being murdered. Not, see, if it was the CIA or any, if it, pharmaceutical companies, whoever, if it was a solid body doing the murders of 60 plus holistic doctors, that's a really sloppy job. I, I, that to me is overkill. Yeah, it is, I suppose, because you're... Because you're bringing attention to yourself. You're bringing attention to the topic, to the product. But then again, it's, it's, the CIA has made some pretty big flukes over the years. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, I suppose. <laughs> but yeah, I see what you're I, I saying. I think if they, if is, they want something a, hushed, they wouldn't be doing it the way that it's being portrayed and to a theory that it is. Right. Especially if you're trying to destroy research. I, you all, all you need to do is uh, get rid of a few people and then there would you just need to couple that with making a few hard drives disappear and a, or just burn down a couple buildings, research facilities. I was going to say uh, burn down the labs that all the uh, the stuff is at. And, and, and you've won, you know? Right, right, yeah. So that they would have to go – because it doesn't seem like there's a target. If there is a target, it's not on – the actual research, it's on the researchers, which I don't know. That's not how I would go about it. <laughs> but hey, I'm not a CIA agent yet. <laughs> if, if you were, would you still be able to do the podcast? Oh, for sure. You don't think the CIA would be? Well, they're probably listening anyway. I'm sure we said a lot of trigger words. <laughs> you know, I... I <laughs> I, I would probably use uh, bizarre conspiracy theories as a reference, you know, on my application. <laughs> yeah, the reason you want to hire me is because of this episode and that episode. Take note of this one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I'd probably be like the, the best PR uh, pause. Well, not the best PR, but because why would the CIA need to have would a good public uh, view? I would be would the your, person. Would your who'd be agenda change? No. Would you would you feed us disinformation? No, no. So here's the thing: it would be a perfect way for the CIA to instill um, fear into the population, right? Because I'd be like, yeah, this is what I do. This is what happens. <laughs> this is what happens to people when they step out of line. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so this is why you all you all need to get back in line. <laughs> So, and besides, for all the job, jobs that I've worked for, I've never had an issue with going, yeah, this job is bad. And for those jobs, those two jobs that I am talking about, that's uh, Jackson Hewitt Tax Return Preparation and Papa John's Pizza Company. <laughs> <laughs> so if I worked for a job and I was like, yeah, they are bad for their customers, they sell a poor product, and they're all shady and corrupt, I would not have a problem with telling anybody that. And I don't, I don't particularly think the CIA would have an issue with somebody on the inside because, like, they kind of would get a benefit out of it. I think. It's an interesting point of view. <laughs> ah, 
Oh. Well, to the uh, to the listener who recommended this topic, I hope we uh, did a good job with covering it. Uh, so, yeah, like I said, if there are any uh, further news that comes out about this, I'll do a small mm-hmm. update on the YouTube channel. And I think that covering Big Pharma would be probably a really good thing that we need to do with this one. To follow up? Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think so. It's been a while since we've done a, a Big Pharma um <laughs> episode. I think it was like episode four, and I don't think we've really touched it since then. Yeah, no, I don't think so. It's been uh, more fringe topics since then. Yeah, well, <laughs> to be honest, I mean, we're bizarre conspiracy theories. Big Pharma, that's like common <laughs> conspiracy <laughs> theories. <laughs> fringe is what we, we expertise in. I like the fringe because it, it lets you run wild with your own theories and it fits perfectly because who can dispute it? <laughs> <laughs> no one can definitively come up to you and say, that's not true. How do you know? <laughs> the thing that I ha- that I think bugs me the most about the big pharma ones is you they're the ones that I think are the hardest to want to believe because if they're true, boy, they're like the the worst, you know? Well, it's like hand in hand with federal government. Mm-hmm. Who really has your best interest, right? Mm-hmm. That question should be really easy for most people to answer. Uh, who who has your best interest? Well, that's you, yourself. You have your own best interest. Who are you going to believe? You're going to believe somebody else to tell you what to do? Mm-hmm. Or are you going to take precautions, do what you think is right, do the mm-hmm. research? I'm I'm not I'm not opposed to big pharma. Obviously, there are some medications uh, that people need. Um, I can think of one right now, like uh, diabetes. I, as far as I know, there's no natural way to overcome diabetes once you're diagnosed with it. Oh, that's not what like spam email says. <laughs> um, but yeah, ca- ca- cancer. If you're diagnosed with some kind of uh, cancer, there's no natural way to get rid of it, as far as I'm concerned. And if there was a cure-all for it, would it be a natural cure-all? But then on the same, uh, but then on the other side of the coin, you've got the, um, I mean, we all know the fella or the, the lady who's taking 20 different medications at the same time and they have their, their pill box, you know, that little thing with the, the date on it and the times on it. And they fill that whole thing up with all different pills and you go, well, that can't be good for you. You're hooked. Well, and then, I mean, no, if you're taking more than one medication at a time, you know, the, every medication comes with its own side effects. Right. And then if you're taking medicines that treat the side effects of a different medication. I was just going to say a lot of those other medications that are prescribed to you are because of the original medication that you're taking. Mm-hmm. It's side effects. And uh, yeah, no, that can't be good for your body. Yeah. And it's like my, my grandmother is 90 but like last year she switched doctors and the new doctor switched her medication radically and she went from taking a four uh, from taking like eight pills a day down to like three well i'd say that's an improvement it's an improvement but then you gotta wonder well wait a minute this is just two doctors who have the same patient and they just have a minor disagreement on their medical condition and it, the difference is five medications <laughs> Both of them are trained experts and a slight change in, in, you know, belief is a massive difference in the amount of money you're spending on prescriptions and you're putting stuff into your body that you have no idea what it does. I mean, how many people who take medication actually know what the medication does? You know, you're onto something there. And 
because they they by all you know accounts and purposes they go to the same medical school right uh-huh. or you know about the same medical school let's just say they're all teaching the same uh the drugs the drug effects how is it that you can go to one doctor get prescribed something for i don't know um blood pressure let's just say right yeah you go to another doctor and he's like you know what let's do, let's look at it from a different angle this we can treat it with this other medicine but you're gonna have to take some other things with it <laughs> yeah it's kind of crazy and then there was a with my aunt she died quite a while ago but she um she had she suffered a um a physical accident at one point and she lost her memory entirely and she was never right in the mind after that and she was on medication for the rest of her life and her daughter which would be my cousin um was her nurse was a nurse and took care of her and they gave her um medicine that you give to uh, people who have mental issues. What do you call it? Psychotic medic- medication? Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, she must have gone over her lifetime because, you know, since uh, from the time that she had her accident till she died was at least 30 years. And on that time, she was constantly on medication. And it's weird because you would she went towards the end, like the last 10 years, she switched, they switched medication on her. And she went from like this regular drugged up um, patient to almost a functioning human again. But then she started um, to, she got older and then she started, uh, her body started shutting down and then it was kind of hard to see, well, which of these effects is just her um, her mind dying naturally and which ones are the drugs, you know. Right, right. And then she went into the hospital <laughs> and then this, oh, um, they... The, Did she ever regain any of her memory? No. During, no. No? No, she has absolutely none of the shared memories that the... That, um, my parent, my mother, and uh, all my other mother's siblings had. So, oh yeah, it does bring an interesting point. How do you, <laughs> how do you choose uh, a doctor that you're gonna have complete confidence in? You yeah, know, prescribing you a medication. How do you know which one you're picking the right one? And to a certain extent, a lot of times they're guessing with medications. I mean, how many? Th- that's clearly <laughs> what they're doing. I mean, you go to the, the doctor and they prescribe one thing, and then they say. You know, do this and then come back in these amount of days and then we'll see how you're doing then. And then they judge right. the effects of the medication on you and they're like, nope, let's switch you to this one. See if we get a better result. <laughs> and the same thing happened to my aunt, but it wasn't my aunt. Uh, it was my aunt's doctor who was fiddling with the medications. It was her daughter, the nurse, who was deciding which of the doctors, the doctor, uh, which of the pills the doctor gave to her that she was going to take. <laughs> so I don't particularly agree with that method. But then again, I don't not agree with that message because after fiddling with it for a while they found out a good balance where my aunt was almost a normal human being again and then she was hospitalized later towards the end of her life when she was dying and then there was a a, a nurse at the doctor who was uh, at the hospital who was employed who gave her all the medication that the doctor <laughs> prescribed and then it didn't work and then uh so to a certain extent sounds like a big confusing mess yeah so Generally, I should hope that no one ever has to go on medication because if you go on medication for the rest of your life, it's not as good. You'll you'll never get to that point where it'd be as good as if you were, you know, cured. But at the same time, it's better that you have the medication, right? Because how many other stories have you heard where somebody goes off of their medication entirely and then bad stuff happens, right? Right. And then there's antidepressants. <laughs> 
Well, those have been widely documented as not helping. Yeah. So do you ever remember in a certain community in which you used to live in, a certain lady <laughs> known as the Dancing Lady? And you Yes. Would, yep. That phenomenon is caused... 100% by antidepressants. Oh, I know it is. Cuz she had a she had a psychological breakdown. Yeah, I believe it was her son died and they put her on anti-meds, antidepressants. I heard it had something to do with her husband, but oh. you, you never know. Well, I the, the weird thing about it is though with her, I don't know if you ever noticed, but when she's just walking around the store shopping, she's talking to she, herself. She's talking to herself, she's singing, she's laughing. Uh-huh. Laughing a lot, actually. But when somebody stops her and actually talks to her, she's completely normal. It's like a completely different person. Uh, not completely normal, but she can definitely carry on a conversation and be coherent. She's more coherent than a certain politician. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah. So uh, I was in a certain break room at a certain um, grocery store when she came by and she was there. And I was able to listen to her conversation where she talked to herself nonstop for about 10 minutes. But the thing is, there was another lady there, one of those nice, friendly ladies that would occasionally engage with her and have a conversation. And it was interesting because she would go from talking to herself to talking to this lady, to that lady responding back to her, to hear her talking to that person, till that lady that she was talking to was, you know, get a text message and then she would start texting and the other lady would go back to talking to herself. It was an interesting, interesting <laughs> sight. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, before we drag this on any further, let me, let me just conclude the episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, you might want to actually pull part of this into the, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to cut a little bit out for, <laughs> for the regular. Yeah, sorry. Episode. Sorry. I, I got a little off track there. So, what we'll, we'll right. do, what we'll do is you say, and at this point, ladies and gentlemen, Conrad and Eric totally went off track. So we're going to have <laughs> to end it here. <laughs> I'm going to have to do something. But uh, yeah, that will conclude today's episode. Thank you so much for listening to Bizarre Conspiracies. As always, you can follow us on any social media. Just search for Bizarre Conspiracies. If you want to email me, Conrad or Lisa, you can do so at bizarreconspiracies at gmail.com. That's all one word, Bizarre Conspiracies. And if you have a topic you want us to cover, we are more than happy to do it. All you have to do is go to any one of our social media sites or our email, post a comment, and yeah, just tell us what you want and we'll do it. Uh, any last words, Conrad? I've got two. So first, um, to add on to what you were saying about um, recommending topics, we, we were bizarre conspiracy theories, so there's nothing really too weird for us. <laughs> Not that we've run into. So, yeah, we're open for just about anything. <laughs> and, yes. And the second thing is uh, concerning the, the previous uh, topic and when it comes to um, this whole thing, if you, the listener, has anything that you would want to add or anything that we missed, uh, we're definitely open to um, – updates and all of that so uh, if if there's something that we missed or there's something that you wanted to um, explain to us about particularly like uh, gmf and its uh, cures and documented uh, medical properties then yeah please contact us contact us about that yeah if you uh, want us to go in depth about some of these doctors uh, the reported deaths uh, we can find out a few of those a, a lot of them weren't public yeah so it's gonna be a little hard but we can we can definitely get a couple of them as many as we can find but I think overall we covered who what and why <laughs> yeah well I suppose a, it's a, a good starting place if somebody didn't know anything about it <laughs> which is right. I, I think 
um, for those who are getting into the um, conspiracy, get, just getting into the community of conspiracy theories and all of that, there's a lot of these big theories that people talk about and reference all the time, but nobody knows anything about. It's nice just to have like a, a 101 course on common conspiracy theories or commonly uncommon. I don't know. <laughs> because, you know, certain ones are known for being crazy. So there'll be reference as, yeah, this isn't a crazy one like blah, blah, blah conspiracy, which is <laughs> not very much of a helpful reference if you don't know which theory that is. So considering that this is pretty much the, I suppose, the correct theory on uh, holistic doctors, this would be a pretty useful thing for some people. <laughs> a good yeah. starting base point. Well, thank you for listening, and we'll catch you in the next episode.